Are you ready to shake up your personal brand and turn your online presence into a profitable business? Well, grab a drink, notebook, and a pen because you're about to enter the world of social media monetization with me, your host, Natalia Struble. So whether you're looking to up your social media game, refine your systems, optimize your website, or just need a little extra push to make your dreams a reality, you've come to the right place. It's time to join the ranks of the socially paid. Welcome back to Socially Paid. And if you didn't already, we are a couple weeks into Cashflow Carnival, which is our exclusive event inside of Socially Paid Suite. You can still get in for $194 or two payments of $97. I'm going to link that below. And this goes along with the series that we're doing currently where we're just breaking down different aspects to help you build those 5K to 10K consistent months, consistent being the key word. And that is what this event is really all about. And one of the main things that people really struggle with, and you've kind of seen in the past couple of episodes where we talked about Instagram growth, and we also talked about TikTok growth. And at the end of the day, guys, it's not about like growing all the time, right? It's about intentional growth. It's about the growth that leads you to those sales, to those clientele, the growth that leads you to grow your online business. And that's why today I want to really dive into the five strategies to amplify your brand's visibility and grow your audience. And if you've been following me on Instagram, you know that December, I took most of December off because I had family. My little brother came to visit. So we kind of took him around and kind of hung out with him. And I was pretty unplugged that whole month, but my business was still able to make revenue, right? The reoccurring revenue, but also sign new clients because it's about being strategic, but also having that visibility, even when you're not posting necessarily on Instagram. In January, I was able to work with a brand Kentucky. And so I was traveling a lot. I was able to create the content, but obviously the content needed to be focused on travel content. And here and there, I did drop in pieces of the different things I was selling, different offers I had at that time. So people were still able to connect with me in that way. But at the same time, like I was still getting visible in another way. So when we're really getting into brand visibility, you want to understand that this isn't some like, I guess like keyword that people just say all the time. It's more of how you can get your brand being seen. And it's not only about getting it seen, but how is it being seen? Like what is the actions of it being seen? What are the things that people are seeing about your brand and you want to make sure that that's a positive experience. So I'm just going to go ahead and dive right into the different things that you want to, the five things that you want to make sure that you have in order to get that brand visibility seen. And what the first thing is really identifying your target audience. So if you're somebody that's been in the online space, you're creating content, you get tons of views, but you're struggling with getting people to follow you, then you have a target target audience problem, right? So your content isn't going to the correct person. You can really do this one by ensuring that your keywords, your SEO, and also your hashtags are related to whatever it is that you offer on your page as a whole. And then you want to really dive into understanding your target audience. Like when I say understanding your target audience, like it's the simple things. Like are these people like morning people? Because if you know somebody is a morning person, then you're like, oh, this person the morning person. I've got to make sure that I'm doing morning stories. But for example, I live in Germany 
Most people are not up until about 2 p.m. my time. So in the morning times, I make less stories because I know my demographic. Most of my clients are coming from Australia, New Zealand, and the U.S. and Canada. And so then I know that they're sleeping at that time. So I don't want them to wake up and be like, oh my God, like what did I miss? She got 10,000 stories, right? But slowly getting through the day. So that allows me to have the morning to myself. So in the same way, think about your ideal client When do they have time? Like if you're targeting people who maybe have a nine to five, right? You know that they have the morning time. So early morning time would be best to post stories around the afternoon, lunchtime, and then a little bit afterwards. So just thinking about that target audience and what their online behavior is. Like what are they doing online? So are they people that are looking for information and they're looking for tips and tricks and they want all of this? Then you obviously you're going to create content in that form. Are there people that want more analytical stuff. They want to know the systems behind things. They want to know the behind the scenes of your recent launch, or they want to know the behind the scenes of how you build your business. Then you're going to talk more about that. Are these people that just want to see your beautiful home or they want to see your life? Then go and dive into that, you know, create content that's more engaging, create content that is maybe showcasing a vlog and going through and showing them a day in the life of you in your home and what you're up to getting kind of like really face to camera and just talking to them about a specific situation or, you know, questions that people constantly ask. So identifying your target audience is literally One of the first things that you should do with anything when it comes to marketing, especially when you're selling something. And remember, if you're posting content online and you're wanting to make money from it, then you're selling something. So it may not be selling to people like it's products and services, but if you're wanting to work with brands, then you're wanting to basically leverage your audience to attract those brands. And in order to leverage your audience, you need to understand what they do and they don't like. And another example of this is I remember about last year, the last probably three years, is when I do brand deals, usually I do them with my husband. And it's because I know that that's the content that performs on my page. And it actually is like wild, right? It's like, okay, I know that this content performs well. And if I was in this place of like, okay, like this is the sole reason that I want to build my brand, then I would hone in on that. But a lot of the times you want to think about how this person, how you can continue to attract your ideal client, right? Get that brand visibility and gain like loyal people. And you do that through tailoring your marketing message. So once you did like go in, do a deep dive on your ideal client, understand what is it they do online, what are their interests, all of that. Then I want you to go into what is the market messaging? So go through and kind of look at the different pieces of content that people are attracted to, like that people are like, oh my God, like I really enjoyed that. And look at your messaging, like what type of content resonates with their specific needs. So this can be something as simple literally as you have a video and the video that you have is where you're showcasing maybe your pantry organization. And that's something that has a lot of viewership on there. When you're thinking about that, when you're like, okay, this is what has the most viewership, then I want you to break it down even further and take a look at like, what is the video about? What were you saying in the caption? If you're like looking, do are a lot of people commenting or are they saving? Like, what is it that was important to them so that you can build off of that? So you're never starting from scratch. You're always starting from somewhere because you've already created the content. And even if you're just getting started and you're just starting to create content, I always encourage my clients to just go ahead and create the content and then worry about like, oh, 
was this, did that work or did it not work after you already posted the content, right? Because if there's no content on your page and it's really hard for people to see your content and it's hard for you to gain that brand visibility. So the first step is creating the content itself. And then once you've created the content, then you can make your content better by getting into your messaging and really tailoring that messaging to your ideal client. So once we've identified your target audience, we're going to go into creating engaging and relevant content. And so that I spoke a little bit about that with the target messaging and just like the understanding the different types of content you need to be creating. But what we're moving to in 2024 is really that content that connects, right? People want to feel connected to you. People want to feel like they're not alone. People want to relate to situations. You think about all of the people that are like right now that are really having massive growth. They're just posting what their thoughts are. Like they're posting what's in their head on their feed. And so the way that I think about it is like, I remember when threads came out at the beginning and everyone was just like sharing what they wanted to share because they were like, who's actually going to see this? Like nobody knew who was going to see the content. And that's how I want you to treat your content for the next 30 to 60 to 90 days where you go in and you just really say your piece. Like you can do like Instagram versus reality or like we decided to do this instead of doing that. Like give your opinion. Like don't go with the grain of, you know, every piece of those seven second reel with this and this and that. So those strategies work, but they work even better when they are relatable to you, right? If you are creating content that is in relation to you and what you do in your niche and your target audience, then it is going to perform well, right? Because that's going to be that type of content that's valuable, that informative, it's engaging to your audience, maybe even entertaining. And I think about the types of content, right? That is, has gone quote unquote viral, right? I had a four, a 4 million views. I did have one on TikTok, but I want to talk about the one on Instagram. I had one on Instagram and it was literally because I thought about how like a lot of couples you see online, it's like the husband splashes the wife and she's like, oh my God, honey. And I'm just not that girl, right? It's just not me. And so I was like, oh honey, we should do like a video. And it's like, you know, Instagram versus reality. Because like if my husband splashes me, like we're going to fight, right? So that is relatable, right? People are like, oh my God, I can Connect with that. And I like literally video went viral, but at the same time, like that's not what my page was about. So if my page had a lot of those different videos about Instagram versus reality, or had like things about me and my spouse, then it would be something that people would be like, oh my God, like, let me follow her for this. But it wasn't like that video had tons of conversion because at the same time, like that's not what my page was really about. It was just something that I wanted to share in that moment. And then also in the same way, I did do a video that had probably, I think, 200,000 views or something like that. And it ended up like from that video alone, I think I gained 4,000 followers. And that was really inspirational type of content where I told my story and brand story. And this is a common thing that I talk about inside of Socially Paid Suite is, you know, your brand story is so individual to you by people, it attracts people. And so just thinking about how you can continually create that type of content. But remember that this is like, you know, the hierarchy of needs, right? And the first thing you need is to understand your audience to even 
realize like what type of content you should be creating and what direction you should go through. And what I do want to make clear is you want to be creating different types of content. Everyone consumes content differently. And although reels may be the jam for some people, some people are out there hating reels, right? They're like, oh my gosh, like what is happening? Why am I in this world, right? So if it's like that, that's something that you want to think about where it's like, okay, actually I'm going to create different types of content. So I'm going to create, you know, different formats. I'm going to do images. You're going to do go back to static posts. You're going to do infographics. You're going to do videos, doing podcasts, doing blog posts, all different types of content that people can consume at their leisure. And then as you're creating, a, you know, this engaging, relevant content, one thing I want to encourage you to do is to stop feeling like every single piece of content has to do miracles. Like that is just not, it's like an expectation that just needs to go away. Like every single piece of content does not need to do this extravagant thing, right? Your content is like little pieces that put together and they are the brand as a whole and some things are gonna hit, right? Some things are gonna be like, oh my God, love this, this is my jam. And then other things it's gonna be like, what was going on, girl? Like this wasn't for me. And this is gonna allow you to be able to tailor that message and to remembering that it's not only about tailoring the message to your ideal client, but also tailoring the message to you, being true to who you are, true to who your brand is, true to where you want to be. The third thing you're going to be doing to really increase this brand visibility is you're going to be leveraging social platforms. And if you're listening to this podcast, of course, you have some type of social platform, or maybe you're getting started with a social platform. But when it comes to thinking about the social platform, we're going to go back to the target audience you need to understand where your people are hanging out, right? So if you're spending hours and hours on Instagram, you know, sharing all of this content about, I don't know, whatever it is that you're sharing, and then you find out that actually your ideal client is on TikTok, then it's something that's like, oh, okay, well, great. Like now, and it's not something that you can say like, okay, great. Now I have to go to TikTok. Now I don't chase following, right? I'm not saying to chase following, but just to be mindful and just be like, oh, okay, like this is something that I can expand to. This is how I can add content, right? This is how I can create the omnipresence. And that is why the training inside of Cashflow Carnival is about omnipresence because it's not about creating tons of content on different platforms. It's literally about taking what you know, like what you already have, and then sharing it to other platforms in a way that is very organized, right? Organized and efficient, right? We are all about making like you want to make sure that your time is spent doing stuff that brings you forward. So for a lot of you maybe may not know that I'm on Pinterest and literally every single piece of content that I share on Instagram, if I share content on some TikTok content, if I share content on like to know it, it is going to be on Pinterest and I leverage Pinterest or content for my blog. And we're also going to start doing content for my podcast. And so just taking all of those different pieces of content and and really bring them, bridging them and being like, okay, this is how we're going to leverage this. And then as you're thinking about the different 
platforms, you know, going through, thinking about your target audience and really choosing the appropriate platforms. One thing, if on my blog, I think I do, I have a blog post that's about social media platforms, like which one is for you. And I kind of break down like which one is for you. Maybe I will put that into a podcast episode too, but it's very easy. You can go to my blog, search which social media platform is for you or social media platform that blog post should show up. So that can kind of really help you break that down even further. And then as you're creating, you decide on your platform, then you want to optimize your social media profile. And you've probably heard optimize, optimize, optimize. Like what the heck does optimize mean? That means that you want it to be very easy for somebody to identify one, what it is that you do, two, how you help them, three, why the heck they should follow you, right? Why should somebody click that follow button? Why is that important? So if you're on a platform such as TikTok, you don't have the opportunity to do that unless you are pinning videos on your platform. TikTok is really about that consistency of doing the videos over and over and over again. But when you're on platforms as such as as Instagram, you're on Pinterest, you're on your blog. That's like you're about me, right? You talk about like you're about me, but making sure that you're about me is not only about you, but also including that ideal client person, right? So if you are per se someone who is going into blogging and you're a mom blogger, like, okay, so what type of mom blogger are you? Like the more specific you are, the more like the better that your content is going to convert. So if you are a stay-at-home mom, working working from home mom, like are you a mom with two under two, right? So people relate to those different things. First-time mom, IVF mom, like all of those things are things that people kind of connect with and they're like, oh, okay, like that's me too. Like, let me follow her. So that helps you create a, like it helps you want to attract followers and then you start to already create a strong community because people know exactly what they should be expecting from you. Now, when I say that, that does not mean that you can't add different pieces of content from different things, right? We can always talk about what we want because it's your business. That's the great thing about it is you can always really talk about what the heck you want and you'll definitely be seeing that from me. And the next couple of weeks is I'm in this phase where I'm like, you know what? Like, I just want to like talk about life sometimes, you know, I'm living in Germany. I'm going through renovations at the house. Like we have just all of these things going on and I love sharing all things about business, but I also like sharing just different components of life and really how I can help others, you know, move forward in life and make those big strides. So I'm excited to begin to do that in the next coming month. Strategy number four. So as you're building like that visibility, one of the things that I think is, I guess, slept on is collaboration. And this is like, I think a lot of people are really into competition and they see people, other influencers that are doing the same thing as them as like, oh my gosh, like that's my competition. But I'm here to tell you that's not the truth. There are circumstances where people will literally hire two people that do almost the same thing because you're not the same person. You're doing different things. You're not the same person and you have a different impact and you talk different, right? So if somebody you know, partner with different people and, you know, maybe they do content too, but the way I teach content is different from the way they teach content, right? Because our content is different. So just thinking about how you can really leverage that. The reason for that is you end up reaching a higher audience. One, like you're able to say like, oh, okay, like this is really great. Like I'm able to connect with different types of people. Like this doesn't necessarily have to be someone that's like doing the exact same thing as you. But for an example, like if you are someone that does home decor, home design, home interior, 
then partnering with people that also do the same thing. And then maybe on a specific day, you talk about your different styles of doing stuff or how you got into, a, you know, like, or you do not like a makeover Wednesday, but something like that, or you do like living room or, you know, break down each room that you have. And then you share like each person really says on their story, like so-and-so is sharing X today on her thing, right? So you're now telling people like, oh, go look at her video. But then at the same time, when it comes their turn, then you can share and be like, oh, go look at this video. She's sharing this, right? So that is a way for people to see like, oh my God, like, let me look at this. And people aren't going to take that as, oh, I should only follow one person. Think about the average person probably follows thousands of people, right? And so you don't want to count yourself out because you don't want to collaborate. So just making sure that you're really collaborating, connecting people in that way. You can do that with home. You can do that as a mom lawyer. You can do it as a business coach. You can literally like in the influencer realm, whatever it is that you do, you can partner with someone that is on the same level, maybe even doing a live talking about your experiences of, you know, interior design or doing a live talking about your experiencing with potty training, right? Then it allows people to really get in there. And most of the time, the people that are in that audience get attracted to you. And in the same way, doing this off of social media for somebody who has like product services, how you can do this is you can actually have a masterclass that you host inside of someone's program. And then that way you can still run and have different types of clientele. And that's something that I definitely used in December and January to get new clients was I was doing masterclasses outside of social media so I could reach a different type of audience. And in that same way, I was able to grow on socials with that audience. So just thinking out of the box, like we don't have to all be in competition. (laughs) We can definitely collaborate and it's going to definitely lead to positive brand exposure and engagement. And sometimes it takes you being consistent. So like, let's say the example I gave earlier, like that is something that you can do like for a whole quarter, right? For three months, like every Wednesday you do this. People love consistency. Like the more consistent you get, the easier it gets. Like if you think about the people that are successful on TikTok or Instagram, really anywhere, it's because they're consistently doing the stuff. Like they're consistently creating the content. They're consistently doing the things. And because they're consistently doing it, that is how they're seeing the results. And then the final thing It's actually funny. That's the final thing. But the final thing is going to be your search engine optimization. So this is SEO. So when it comes to SEO, it's just important to ensure that all of your content is discoverable, right? So if you're using like, I guess, insider wording, I don't know what that would be like, but like, you know, if you're using slang on certain stuff, like you're not being able to be found, right? Like you want to be super basic sometimes when it comes to things like SEO and being like, okay, this is what's happening. This is what I'm doing. And just really going through and going step by step through that. And this is how, so thinking about what somebody would put in the search bar on Instagram or TikTok or Google or Pinterest to find you, like what types of words would they put in there? And then and you want to utilize those words and then using those keywords as something 
that is really like an overall thing. So what I mean by that is, for example, for Cashflow Carnival, I'll give that, is Cashflow Carnival, the name itself isn't really SEO optimized, right? But as I'm speaking about it, I can really go in and say keywords. So the point of the whole event is to help you make five to 10K months consistently in your business by utilizing the three things, which are visibility, systems, and sales. So monetization. And so those are the three key things to help you really get there. So somebody isn't going to necessarily look up visibility, but they'll look up, uh, you know, growth. So that's why the first two trainings are Rise on the Gram and Viral, which goes over Instagram growth and TikTok growth. So that is how you utilize those relevant wording and utilizing those keywords. So as I make like the sales page or as I make the page on circle or any of that, then I utilize those keywords so people understand what it's about. And there are some people, there will be people that look up visibility because people know what visibility is, but my ideal client may not know that. So I always want to always have alternative wording to get them there. And then going into just like SEO really increasing your brand visibility. And I think I talked about this probably in one of the masterclasses I did was really when you have your SEO on your website, so having blog posts on your own website, making sure that you have backlinks, it's going to drive organic traffic to your website. And that's going to increase your brand visibility and also increase your growth. Like that is how I've been able to really grow my email list, right? Because I have pop-ups on my email. And so people are able to connect with me without me having too much except do my blog post ahead of time. So those are just five things that you can literally be doing right now to amplify your brand visibility and help you grow a wider audience. And really the point of growing a wider audience isn't to say you have more quote unquote followers. It's to say, oh my goodness, like I have, like my brand is aware. Like people are aware that I have this Etsy shop. Like people are aware that I'm an influencer. Like brands can come to me. And in the last couple of months, I've had brands DM me like the first year literally that I was working like started my side hustle really is I was working so hard, like sending 50 pitches. And in the last couple of months, like brands are just rolling in my emails. And it's because I've created this brand visibility and I've created that growth. And it's not because like, oh my God, you have 10,000 followers, right? Because if you've seen on my Instagram, I'm now below 10,000. And it's not about that. It's about the quality of my content and the way that I represent my brand and what my brand is about about. And it's always for me never been about how many followers I have. It's about the impact that I'm making and the type of content that I'm making. And so I hope that this episode really gave you insight into how you can really start to amplify that brand visibility, get seen more online so you can make more sales, so you can sign more brand deals, and you can just wonderfully go through this experience of being socially paid. And is as always, if you have any questions, send me a DM on Instagram. I am going to put the link in the show notes below for Cashflow Carnival. If you love this episode, I would love it if you go ahead and rate and review. My goal for 2024 is to have 100 reviews on the podcast. So I would love it if you take the time to give me five stars and let me know why you keep tuning in to Socially Paid. 